0: Hey y'all, welcome to the Legendary Tales podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bloor, and as always, I am joined by Isadora martin Die. Hello. Um, I think before we get started, we wanna shout out the, our merch store again. Yeah, because uh,
1: if you're not on the Instagram, you'll have missed out on the awesome new merch that is just for our people reviewers. who review us. Yep, We and have a, it, a
0: legendary uh, club mug, basically. Yeah. Um,
1: it says you are legendary on a, it.
0: A bit more, a bit more special than, than the bog standard mug that you can buy in the store, which I would also suggest you buy because they're equally cool. But if you want to join a very exclusive club, be go review yeah, us and we will actually iTunes. send you
1: a mug to say thank you. Uh, review and subscribe and you get a little present. Yeah,
0: send us your contact information and we'll send you a mug.
1: Yeah, um, um, pretty or straightforward.
0: S- or spend $1,000.
1: Yeah, cuz you could buy it in the store, but which it's $1,000. $1, which should
0: almost be more support than reviewing us. So, it
1: won't be a lot more support whichever, than reviewing us.
0: whichever you whichever you you feel is more appropriate for your life, go ahead.
1: And what else have we got going on?
0: I don't know. I don't uh, think really I don't think, really, I don't think anything's coming up really. This is just a pretty standard episode. Um There's
1: it, nothing standard. We uh, are legendary. Well,
0: it's a pretty at, not average. Yeah, it's a... It's a, it's a, it's
1: a <laughs> oh, we got the artwork back for oh, Tell right. Your Grandma.
0: We do have another bit of merch coming out. Dora found a really great artist on Fiverr who does sort of storybook illustrations, and we had one made up for the Tell Your Grandma, which is an in-joke between the two of us. I'm not sure if it's an in-joke within our audience yet, but once it becomes <laughs> one, this will be totally apt. Um, and it looks amazing, and you'll be seeing that, I think, in the merch store soon, and probably on the Instagram. as soon So as for those that might
1: not have trailed back to the beginning episodes, one of our whole big things is... We think podcasts are amazing because they open the door to a whole load of new information and new people, and it's like bringing friends into your yeah your life. We hope it's it a feels way, a bit like bringing friends into your life. It's,
0: but, well, mm, well, I mean, like the way with the quarantine stuff, it's it's because like, you're not meeting people to talk about things.
1: No, um, and and stuff isn't it, really it, happening day to day. Sort that's of, positive. it's
0: sort of an artificial way to inject some some of that interesting information that you might pick up on a normal day-to-day basis. And if you share that information through the podcast to somebody else, it's kind of nice.
1: It's a topic of conversation. But we were, you know, I have a, I have a grandma who's uh, 94 now, I think. Yeah. And she, it's really kind of cool. Actually, what we've recently both watched is The Queen's Gambit. So she knows, she knows how to use her Netflix. So we both binge-watched that, and that's been really cool. But it's fun- To have stuff to talk about, really, Um, and it opens a whole world up to her that might have been previously like it was like when she discovered Netflix. Yeah, it opened up a whole new world and connection to people.
0: I think that there's uh, certainly a part of that generation that doesn't not understand, but doesn't fully realize like how big the internet is.
1: Yeah, and how much cool and it's not just
0: and it's free Mm -hmm. free information that you can. Then, you know, spend a whole day going down rabbit holes, which we occasionally do on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely, and I think
1: lots of you guys do at home. We encourage
0: that behavior. We encourage wormholes.
1: So we keep telling people, tell your grandma. Or your dog. Or your dog, or your trainer. Yeah. Not that anyone's seeing their trainer anymore.
0: Or your priest. Yeah, uh, priest. I don't whoever. know.
1: Anyone that you might have had a conversation with in the past and you still got to talk to, tell your therapist. Yeah, they don't
0: necessarily have to be authority figures either.
1: Tell your therapist. Tell your
0: peers. Yeah. Tell your therapist. Tell friend. them that you're listening to this great podcast.
1: Yeah, your best friend who you're both shut in a the house, so therefore you've got nothing new to talk about. And romantic lives are drying up because you're not allowed to, you know. Go anywhere. Be romantic. Um, share podcasts with each other yeah, sure. and then you can talk about.
0: Share your favorite podcast. Your sure, yeah. favorite episode of our podcast, yeah, because we're interested to see that as well.
1: See if listening to Adam's voice in their ear makes you fall in love with him. <laughs> Dulcet tones, because my mother's convinced that that is the case.
0: Yeah, that's all it takes is just a, just, a, just an just an Adam's of voice.
1: Adam's Adam's American accent being. Blasted into your ears.
0: Blasted. Love my mother, because
1: I've got nothing to do with this podcast. If people like it and listen to it, yeah. it's only because of Adam.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, all, it that's all it is. That's all it is.
1: It's Adam's American voice. So this
0: episode will be cranking the decibels up on my voice and turning <laughs> Dora all the way down. <laughs> all
1: right. Am I up first? You,
0: I think, are up first. The The bonus episode last week kind of threw us off a yeah. little bit, but um, we'll and, just go for it.
1: And I think we said we were going to do presidential stuff.
0: But that completely changed. It did for you. Yeah, I didn't.
1: I did. I'm a good girl. I, I stick like to f- my homework This is why people like you more, because you're the rebel.
0: <laughs> you skipped school more than I did. Yeah, that's as true. As a child. That's, that's, true, why I'm, that's why I have a rebellious streak now. Yeah, <laughs> but because your I,
1: father was a teacher, yeah, and you had to toe the line. We had
0: perfect attendance for 13 years. Uh-huh. That's my whatever. mother was
1: a rebel, and if I came down and said I was sick, that was good enough. <laughs> and if I was very, very I'm much- sick.
0: I'm going to go ride my horse now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had a deal. As long as I got A's, I was good.
0: I think that's an absolutely an absolutely fine deal to have with your parents.
1: Yeah. Um, it worked for both of us. Okay. So I did stick with the topic. Cool. Uh-huh. You're a fool. Uh huh. We're taking. I rebelled early. He's rebelling now. <laughs> I'm um, going to keep
0: rebelling. I'm never going to be on topic ever again. Quickly
1: to run you through my sources before I. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to tell you what I'm, my topic is or if I'm just going to kind of launch into it. But my sources were Martin Kelly for Thought Co. Snoops. Snopes. Snoops. I don't know. Snoops. Yeah, that would have double O, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, periodicpresidents.com. Ooh. Skepticalinquiry.org. And perhaps the worst thing I've ever read, which was Intercessors for America. Mm. Bring on the religious American hate mail. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm sure
0: that really fits in line with most of our audience.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, uh, yeah, you know how he, you had a rant about a rat. <laughs> what, a medium sized <laughs> criticism I said, of
0: that wasn't great. <laughs> of
1: no, what was the source? The Atlantic. The Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is, this is really bad.
0: Deep your religious fanaticism at home.
1: Yes. Except I'm bringing it to the podcast today because it, <sighs> great, it fits in with what we're talking about. Okay. So here is where I butcher a whole load of Native American names, oh boy. and I'm really sorry because I couldn't even find the connect. I, I try and look up pronunciation before yeah. we do this, but I couldn't find the pronunciation of mm. some of these names. So sorry. Yep. Okay, we're going to talk about a Native American leader who was born in 1768. He's a Shawnee chief, which is actually from Ohio. Yeah, um, Shawnee.
0: S-H-S-H-A
1: S-H-A-W. Yeah. Okay, so Adam will be able to correct my pronunciation. <laughs> at least on the, at least on
0: some of the tribes.
1: Okay, so it was a tribe throughout on the Ohio River. So and and I looked at it. It seems to be quite close to where you yeah mm-hmm. where you were brought up. Yeah. Okay. So he was named
0: Tecumseh. Tec-
1: okay, there we go. Adam's going to tell you the story.
0: <laughs> we talked about him in the Helltown episode briefly. We quoted oh okay. Him. He's a very famous yes uh,
1: very famous, and he had a chief. brother. Okay. Called
0: Texanawan. That one I won't Te- know off the top of my head.
1: Tensekawatawa. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. Tense Kawatawa. who is also known as the prophet. I will be referring to him as the prophet. The prophet. And they traveled extensively amongst tribes um, all over the country. Yeah. So the first guy. Yeah, up Um When I point at you, you say his name. Gotcha. Okay? Yep. So how we're going to do this.
0: This is how we're fitting more of my voice into the pot. This is actually all planned. (laughs) Dora can pronounce these names perfectly. Yes, Yes, I thought I was
1: going to tell you a story none of you had heard of, but it turns (laughs) out Adam's going to tell you the story because he knows it. Uh, So he was a very uh, charismatic speaker and he had a cause called the Native American Unity and he went around in the early 1800s trying to gather tribes to join his leadership. Um, And he was actually really...
0: Good at it. Good at it. Like, he
1: was one of the top people around. And that's also when he founded Prophetstown, Mm -hmm. which we didn't talk about Mm -hmm. in our Helltown episode. But uh, he also... Did that. Formed a town called Prophetstown. Is that in Ohio? I think so, yes. Mm. (laughs) Which became a confederacy of Midwest and Southern tribes assembled to stop American settlers from spreading into the Native American lands. Okay. So while he's doing his thing, Harrison, who went on to become President Harrison, at this point was the governor of the Indiana Territory. He negotiated a treaty with um, the Native Americans in which the Ohioan tribes, Ohioan tribes, ceded large tracts of land to the U.S. government. Um, and that was really inflammatory too. Tecumseh and <laughs> his
0: brother. I think this is actually this does actually I think tie in directly to Helltown because after the 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 the, the horrible the Nat and Hooten slaughter that happened, yeah. I believe that they had to give back parts of Pennsylvania as as like an apology, a very okay. like empty apology. And I believe that's what was conceded. In okay, so
1: we're kind of talking. From the Helltown thing, we're kind of talking about what happened before then. Yes. So this is how they ended up.
0: With all the stuff.
1: With all the stuff cool. that we talked. Cool. Um,
0: wow, what a tie-in episode.
1: Yeah, it totally coincidentally, because actually this isn't what I'm talking about at, <laughs> at all. all.
0: But this is a great tie-in. <laughs> this is
1: just backstory. Love it. Yeah, so William Harrison was put in charge, basically, of reducing the power of this Native American confederacy mm-hmm. that he was seeing. And he said very specifically, the implicit obedience and respect with which the followers of Kamsa pay to him is really astonishing. And more than any other circumstance, beseeks him as one of those uncommon geniuses which springs up occasionally to produce revolutions and overturn the established order of things. Which I think has to be a huge compliment. Yeah, but also kind of
0: insulting in a a way. Because I think it's like that thing where, where colonizers were like, oh wait, Native Americans can be smart? Like that can't that can't I don't be, know right? to say
1: one of those uncommon geniuses yeah. is fairly.
0: But I wonder who he could be. Who he could be referring Tecumseh to to.
1: He was writing to a letter to the de- War Department.
0: Okay, like, in England, in America, in
1: America. Okay. Um, so in November 1811, oh, he of
0: course, 1811. Yes, yeah. this was far after the revolution. Um,
1: in November 1811, he organized a group of a thousand men and basically held siege to Prophet Town. Mm-hmm while Tecumseh had gone to go and get more allies. So he was a, away. Um, the Prophet ordered attack on Harrison. However, they were overtaken, and after the defeat, the Confederacy at Prophetstown dissolved. Mm-hmm. And this was what was known as the beginning of the end of the Tecumseh Confederacy. Nice. The Not nice. Don't no. pronounce that correctly, that um, so this battle became known as the Battle of Tippecanoe.
0: Okay.
1: And it apparently was popularized in Harrison's successful campaign for the presidency with the song-turned-slogan Canoe and Tyler II. Mm. Doesn't sound like a presidential solution uh, slogan, but whatever. So, in
0: 1912...
1: Tecumseh ...sided with the British in the War of... 1811, 1812 yeah. and fighting alongside the ba- British in the Battle of the Thames in Ontario, Canada mm. he was shot and killed in 1813 his body was mutilated and he was buried in a mass grave near the battlefield mm. um, horrible end to what sounds like an incredibly charismatic and yeah. well respected li- leader Yeah. so and that really was the end of this confederate idea of Native American unity. Native American unity. He was like the last one that really, um, and his, uh, in theory, last words, although not because he was in the middle of a battle, but I think perhaps his last like well-known speech. Will we let ourselves be destroyed in our turn without a struggle? To give up our homes, our country bequeathed to us by the great spirit, the graves of our dead, and everything dear and sacred to us. I know you will cry with me, never, never. So during all of this, Harrison had become really unpopular amongst the Native Americans. As you can imagine, he was one of the lead people in um, doing this. And when the prophet died, um, he apparently created a curse Mm. on the presidents of the United States. Okay. Okay. Which then when, and depending on who you talk, depending on what source you read, either it was the prophet that put the curse on it, um, or it was, I'm pointing at you, but you're looking the other way. Oh, sorry, Tecumseh. Tecumseh. Depending on who you talk to, it was one of the two, but apparently it was the prophet, I'm going to go with it it was the prophet, because prophets seem like they curse more people. Yeah. He said, Harrison will die, I tell you, and after him, every great white chief chosen every 20 years thereafter will die. And when each one dies, let everyone remember the death of my people. Harrison was elected president with 53% of the votes in 1840, I believe. And he delivered a very long inaugural address. In fact, the longest one, I believe, at presidential history at this point. Wow. On a cold, windy day um, where he was stuck in a rainstorm, he caught a serious cold that turned into severe pneumonia and it killed him 30 days after his inaugural address. Um, his inauguration was March 4th, and he died on April 4th. His death was the first in a series of tragedies that struck presidents winning elections mm. at the start of a new decade. Okay. And this particular thing has been called the Curse of the Tippy Canoe. Okay. And that is what we're talking about. Sweet. Um, we did it. So we finally got to, you know. We
0: got through all the exposition. Ten
1: minutes in, finally got to what I'm actually going to talk Not about. Not bad. Which is the Curse of Tippy Canoe. Okay. So, um, I will say that the crazy other people, the intercessors for America, yeah. also believe that there's a second denom- den- demonic death system on presidents that was introduced by um, First Lady Mary Todd Lincoln. Oh. Because she used to do voodoo seances with people of West African lineage.
0: How dare she? Uh,
1: where she had seances, practiced with Luigi boards. So
0: she thinks, they think that she, she... Created this curse, or that it was a curse that was given to the presidents because she practiced voodoo?
1: Um, They said such occult practices do not necessarily initiate death cycles of death. However, voodoo practice with its roots in African sorcery is rife with death curses. Okay, so they said this is
0: that's pretty vague.
1: Yeah, I mean, actually, very vague considering that they've blamed it. Please don't go to the website, don't give them the credence. But good God, do they seem to manage to draw some tenuous conclusions and call them facts. <laughs> yes. So, Abraham Lincoln. Yes. This is our first... He's a president. He is a president. He was a president. He was a president. So our fir- obviously the first victim of this curse was Harrison himself, mm. who was elected in 1840 and died in 1841. Right. Now, the curse has kind of four tenets, I guess. One is that it's for the presidents of the United States, yep. who are elected in a year divisible by 20.
0: You, every new dec- you said every new decade, right? Yeah, but it's
1: not. It's every 20 years. Okay. I don't know why. It's I don't know why I said new decade. It's every 20 years. Every other new decade. Yeah. Um, they die while in office. Okay. And the cause of death is unnatural.
0: Okay.
1: I believe was one of them.
0: Like pneumonia?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, we're, we're here to talk about... <laughs> right, a curse.
0: <laughs> a curse. An actually totally real curse. Uh-huh.
1: So Abraham Lincoln... Yep. Elected in 1860, Uh-oh. Uh, first person to run for president under the Republican Party. Um, obviously, he quickly um, was in charge of a civil war. Mm-hmm. And on in 18, uh, just after the civil war was basically finished, John Wilkes Booth got really annoyed. Um, and by the way, I'm not going into the deaths of these presidents because they are fodder for future episodes, Yeah. if that makes sense. I'm just literally going to give you the official account of what happened. Cool. Uh, John Wilkes Booth assassinated Lincoln in 1865 in the theater. First one to go, 1860. Yep. James Garfield, he was elected in 1880. hmm Yeah, he was a president.
0: No, 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 I know. I'm trying to remember if he's the one who got stuck in the bathtub. That's not how he died, but he got stuck in a bathtub. One of the presidents got stuck in a bathtub, oh, and I can't okay. remember which one.
1: No, this one was shot by Charles J. Guitier? Guitier? French? Yeah, I don't know. French name. I figured you would know. What these is are it? people that killed your president. I don't
0: know any of these people. Maybe it was William McKinley who got stuck in a bathtub.
1: I don't know. I read something about, and we might get to it, George W. Bush was unconscious because he choked on a pretzel.
0: Guito. Guito? Guito? Okay.
1: Did you know that?
0: No, but it looks French.
1: No, I meant, did you know that George W. Bush once became unconscious after he choked on no, a pretzel? Someone, I knew someone
0: threw a shoe at him.
1: <laughs> okay, at some point we should get to... <laughs> the whole episode on just weird George W. Yeah. Bush. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. So he was shot. Yep. Um. And his guy was hung. Um. William McKinley was elected in 1900. He was shot by Leon. By the way, your presidents did not do well
0: in terms of being assassinated. As in
1: terms of being assassinated. Yeah. Well,
0: we had a lot of we had a lot of like weird revol like rev- quote unquote revolutions that kept happening. I think. After the after our revolution, we just kept having wars. I mean, honestly, I obviously
1: knew that Lincoln got killed.
0: I think we've had five or six official assassinations. Well, we're going to go over most. uh, We're going to go over a lot of them. I mean, but but But, for forty six presidents, that's that's not not great odds. Eight percent of your presidents of our presidents have been assassinated. Not great.
1: (laughs) Um, and uh, yeah, so he got killed uh by a Leon F. I think this is what
0: happens when you have a revolution to found your country. It's like, well, well the easiest way to get rid of a tyrant is to just...
1: Well, up- to be fair, the initial period of being a king or queen in England involved being deaded a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean... Yeah, that's true. Lots of, many more qu- kings and queens have been deaded than American presidents, yeah. but you've had many more kings and that queens. That is
1: also true, and less recently. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Warren G. Harding, elected in 1920 is widely known as one of the worst presidents of all time, which, great, uh, great title. Yeah, you definitely um, want that. With scandals such as the Teapot Dome, yep. which I'd never heard of and don't know anything about, did not do any research on. Do you know anything about the Teapot Dome?
0: I think Taft was the one who was really bad about all the nepotism This stuff. is Harding,
1: so... Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> no idea.
0: No, I, I was reading the word Taft because President Taft was the one who got stuck in the bathtub. Oh, uh, okay.
1: Um... I think so. Anyway, it. I mean, it's not important for what we're talking about. No. Uh, But he suffered a stroke and died at the Palace Hotel. Although quite a lot of people, if we go down this route, do think that he may have been poisoned and died, um, including his wife. Mainly, they think his wife did it. Okay. Uh, well, he was generally hated. From everything I could read, yeah. the fact that he would have survived his president when all these other presidents were killed, mm-hmm. the fact that this one who was hated by universally everyone yeah. survived yeah. unassassinated was I, considered a miracle. A miracle. So I, they yeah. think he died.
0: I'm pretty sure he's the one who, who the the teapot dome scandal. I'm pretty sure has to do with the fact that all of his like friends and family members were members of his cabinet, and then they just like pushed a bunch of garbage through that like directly. Problem.
1: Oh, okay. People, um. well anyway I think he was having an affair as well at the time his wife had found out so they think his wife may have poisoned him the official story because we're not getting into it the official story is he died of a stroke in 1923 mm-hmm. then Franklin Roosevelt yeah. he was elected to his third term in 1940 but would be elected again this is one of those things that we'll get to but like he was elected in many years that didn't weren't divisible by 20 it just happened mm. that one of them was uh, but, obviously, he became president during the Great Depression and saw you through the war. Yeah. He died in office of a c- cerebral hemorrhage.
0: Yeah. Just d- died. We're, go- we're going official. Official. Official line documentation. of thing.
1: Uh, and then in 1960, JFK became pre- got elected president. His... Ending is something I am definitely not getting into.
0: No, because that's all. That's a whole episode. That's a
1: whole episode. But he was shot by Lee Harvey Oswald, officially.
0: <laughs> on paper. On paper. According to the Stephen King book,
1: he was a sh- uh, he was. A sh- <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. That he was assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald. Um. So that takes us up to nineteen
0: sixty. So out of like more than half of these presidents who who supposedly succumbed to the Tippecanoe curse, were assassinated as well, more than half of them, right? almost
1: all of them, except Franklin, yeah, if you believe that Harding got poisoned, yeah. and by the way, I we're what not FDR we probably a... will never do this as a Hold episode, yeah. the Harding thing. Safer to say he was hated. He got sick and died a week later, yeah, and his wife refused to let them do an autopsy. Mm. Um, well, so it was he. So supposed, let's go with Roosevelt.
0: died of a stroke. Roosevelt had a hemorrhage. So that was it. And Everyone was else it, died yeah. of
1: assassination. So this takes us to about 1960. So the first time that this curse was kind of noted was actually in a Ripley's Believe It or Not book published in 1934. Okay. With a question mark. This is 1934, uh, indicating that there'd probably be something happened to the 1940s president so he would die in office Mm -hmm. he did obviously die in office um but you know um (laughs) (laughs) so ripley's believe it or not got it right a bit of an unusual thing to put in a book yeah uh so what is really interesting to note is that up until the point that we're talking about here Mm -hmm. the only President, up until 1860, because we're going to kind of do post-1860 in a second, but up until 1860, the only president other than those ones that I mentioned who died in office was Zachary Taylor, who was elected in 1848 and died in 1850 of a stomach ailment. And coincidentally, he was exhumed in 1991 because some people thought he might have been poisoned with arsenic, but the results were negative. He okay. did just die of something. in his In his stomach. In his stomach. So...
0: That is the century for that sort of thing, I guess. But yeah, so that's that's the only. So
1: that's one hundred and twenty years. Yeah. Where you have. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight presidents die in office. Yeah. And of those, the only one that wasn't elected in a year divisible by twenty was Zachary Taylor. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm sure
0: this this gives lots of credence to the curse theory.
1: Yes. Um, now we're going to look at posts then. Although uh, this person does note that two presidents who won elections in year ending in zero, mm-hmm. Lincoln and Roosevelt, did not die until after the beginning of their subsequent time in office. So therefore the curse can apparently fe- f- foresee re-elections well, as that's well. Because it waited until they got re-elected before it. <laughs> before it struck. Before it struck. Okay. So 1980. Ronald Reagan got elected president mm-hmm. up until this last week, the oldest man to have been elected president. And uh, so he was a figure in the breakdown of the former Soviet Union. He was involved in the Iran Kontara scandal. Yeah. Um, and in ni- 18, ni- 1981, John Hinckley attempted to kill him. He was shot, but was only. And able to survive because there were actually doctors like right there, mm-hmm. and he was the first president to foil the curse. Mm-hmm. And some people put it down to him basically having nine lives, and therefore because he should have died, yeah. But by only sheer coincidence and luck, did he not die? Mm-hmm. That kind of like broke the curse.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um. Because we,
0: because we have seen zero evidence of this.
1: Well, George W. Bush was elected in twenty. I mean, so he very, very nearly died. Yeah. So in 1960, they died. The 1980 person, Ronald Reagan, very, very nearly died. George W. Bush, who was elected in 2000, yeah. actually survived two assassination attempts and many more alleged plots yeah. in his first two terms during his two terms in office. And but this is really little evidence because every president since Nixon has been the victim of at least one assassination attempt.
0: Yeah. It's not an unusual thing. It's just sort of par for the course, I think, when you yeah. become president.
1: Uh, obviously, 2016, Donald Trump, who was elected, is now no longer going to be elected in 2020. I feel yeah. very confident saying that. So he has escaped the curse, and unfortunately, Biden has inherited it. Yeah. So... What are some explanations for why the curse stopped? Mm-hmm. I've got. I've given you the explanation as to why the curse... Existed in the first existed place. Existed in the first mm-hmm. place. And actually, pattern-wise, let me be clear, I don't really believe in curses. But pattern-wise, certainly, yeah. up until 1960, mm-hmm. there seemed to be a lot
0: of... It totally makes sense as to why this would persist as a bit yeah. of folklore because the human brain likes patterns. Yes.
1: So I'm going to give you a few reasons to why it failed. Okay, So
0: Ronald Reagan's a cat.
1: <laughs> no, actually it's to do with astrology.
0: Ooh, um, oh, oh boy. <laughs>
1: alignments under the earth signs, Taurus, Capricorn, and Virgo, uh-huh. have always happened when the presidents died. Okay. But Reagan's term occurred under an air sign, which accounted for his survival. An
0: air sign, which is different than the Taurus, the, what were the th- first?
1: Taurus, Capricorn, and Virgo, are they water?
0: No, I don't know. Taurus, Capricorn, and Virgo. Mm-hmm. Continue.
1: Okay, so according to Doditch, who is the guy that put together this astrological reasoning for why, you know, uh, year 2000, Jupiter-Saturn twinning again occurred under the Earth sign of Taurus. Uh-huh. Oh, so there we go, Taurus Earth is sign. an Earth yeah. sign.
0: Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo are Earth signs.
1: Okay, oh. so... Jupiter, so, okay, Reagan's term occurred under an air sign. Yep. Not an Earth sign. Right. So he didn't get an assassinated. Okay. And in two, the 2000s, Jupiter and Saturn twinned once again, occurring under the Earth sign Taurus, a phenomenon that won't happen for about another 600 years. So he should have died. Thus it marks the end of the deadly cycle. Uh, yeah. Continue. Is that uh, it? Which should have, but the person here is arguing surely then he should have been killed if it was the end of the cycle versus, because then
0: the cycle would have to end in in order for it to to
1: begin. Yeah. Uh, So that's one thing.
0: You think this is just people uh, looking for reasons why curses don't exist? (laughs) You you think maybe that this is people just grasping for straws? Maybe just a little bit, maybe?
1: Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Just a fraction. Uh, So let's talk about uh, let's talk about the IFA crazy website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ministry, when when they they conducted some research into this curse, mm. and along with Mary Lincoln's involvement, uh, they decided it was true. So they ah. immediately called for the matter to be taken up in earnest prayer, and during First Friday corporate intercession and fasting. Okay. Uh, p- uh, provident at a major Christian conference in November 1980, a man who was present who was both a direct descendant of President Harrison and of Shawani lineage. And this brother publicly acknowledged, I'm reading, by the way, directly in case you can't tell, publicly acknowledged and asked forgiveness for the sins of his fathers, and then repented for our nation's root sins of rebelliousness, violence, and witchcraft. And so then, in so then in January nineteen eighty one, they called across. They called for all their members across the U.S. to pre- repent for any legal basis enabling a White House death curse and to pray that the death curse would be broken, and to ask that God, in His forgiveness and mercy, would protect President Elect Reagan. By the way, of course they're going to go praying for Reagan. Um, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with Reagan. He just. Republican. Republican. So other prayer groups across the U.S. also engaged in warfare prayer, as the Lord directed them. And these prayers actions worked to ratify uh, the words of the descendant from 1980. Okay. Upon receiving the shocking news of the assassination attempt against President Reagan, they immediately, he wrote uh, Derek Prince, who I think is one of these their leaders, sensed and wrote that satan has clearly tried to reenact the tragedies of previous presidencies god had in answer to repentance and prayer placed a boundary beyond which he should not go we know that as the bullet struck reagan uh, president reagan was just a short distance from his heart it was though do- god had decreed you can come it was as though god had decreed you can come this far satan but no further they credit all they're praying for why the zero, as they call it, the zero year curse was broken.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Interestingly, I just want to point out that I'm going actually with the concept of they did curse them. Okay. Why not? Why not? Um, But there was a book which had extensive interviews with uh the prophet mm-hmm. um, and his descendants and there was like many 70 hundred pages of material and in none of it was any curse mentioned. Okay. So the tribe have actually never acknowledged that there was a curse. Well
0: yeah. Why would you even if you know why would you if there had been?
1: I don't know. But um so hopefully Biden, hopefully the curse is broken.
0: If there is a curse, yes. If
1: there is a curse, hopefully either the astrology comes out right or the prayer groups we pray enough. Won't
0: we know? If the, wouldn't we be able to tell if the astrology was right? No, because
1: I bet you don't know the astrology is wrong until after. I
0: bet there's a subreddit somewhere that's that's, <laughs> that's done like the calculation to figure out what star sign we're going to be in. when,
1: when And how that affects on the Tippecanoe curse. I'm going to find that subreddit. Okay. Let's finish <laughs> recording a podcast, I'm, very,
0: I'm I'm very obviously <laughs> invested in that.
1: So anyway, that was the curse on the zero-year presidents. I didn't
0: know that Ohio had a curse associated with it. I knew none of it. A Native American Ohio curse.
1: I actually was looking, I was actually going to do, to be honest, I was going to do JFK's assassination.
0: So much information. Um,
1: And as I was scanning through, as I went down my Wikipedia rabbit hole. As you do. The list came up, and between Ohio, the the tie-ins. <laughs> Important. The, um, all this the is, other bits and pieces. I was like, you know what? This
0: is basically just a Legendary Tales lore episode.
1: Well, that, I just thought it was really cool. It's cool.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting. And I it's actually
1: proper Legendary Talesy.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 I liked that. That was awesome.
1: Okay. Thank, cool. you
0: for, thank you for not doing something so basic as JFK's assassination.
1: Uh, honestly, that was, I, I'm sure we will do it. It's yeah. an interesting topic. I am sure it will But there will are like eight
0: thousand podcast episodes about jfk's I know, assassination and i
1: just i wanted which to is do... why this
0: is this was cool that's why that was a good uh yeah, deviation but you... for
1: clickbait jfk's assassination know, probably so get us good. more people pictures
0: from the zapruder film i think ah. that um, automatically gets you like an audible sponsorship or something
1: i know but either way yeah well we're not on. in it for the money no go buy a thousand dollar mug
0: go buy yeah, go, go buy several thousand dollar mugs
1: um okay
0: so i uh didn't follow the formula
1: in any, way. In any
0: way, shape, or form. I'm not even talking about an American person. <laughs> um, I'm talking about uh, some Russian folklore.
1: So, Which, by the real quick, this uh, Russian thing recently where we did like Rasputin, and then last week. Oh, the dial of pass. Yeah, yeah, has apparently got Adam on a bit of a Russian kick. Yeah. He's even trying to learn to I'm speak learning Russian. learning
0: to speak Russian uh, as a result of this podcast. So.
1: This will be his last Russian episode for a yeah, while. You, I will ban him.
0: You learn more. You learn more. <laughs> ban me from doing Russian. I just won't show up tomorrow, <laughs> next
1: week. You, no, next week you're doing Thanksgiving. I really don't want to, You are oh. doing it. I don't
0: want to. I'll do it all in Russian. <laughs> as, as, a, as a fair compromise. So
1: we lose all <laughs> three people that listen to us.
0: From Russia, yeah. Our from Russian, Russia. Our Russian audience not very big. No. Um, okay, so I'm going to do some proper Russian folklore and talk to you about the death of... Koshai, the Deathless, mm.
1: the death of the Deathless. Yeah, it's
0: amazing, isn't it? Okay. Uh, the I believe the proper name for the and I couldn't find this in English, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. Did I find this in English? The name of the actual folk bit of folklore is called uh, Maraya Morivna. Oh, that
1: which, just rolls off the tongue. It really does.
0: It's a beautiful language. Okay. Um, this Nine. This no, that's German.
1: Yet, yet.
0: Um, this there's uh, just a bit of ev- a little bit of research, and then it's going to lead me into basically reading an entire uh bit of a, an entire fairy tale out loud on the podcast. Um, which is great because that's a first for this podcast. <laughs> okay. But I really liked the folklore, and there's not a whole lot of information because it's just sort of a general. We'll get to it. Okay. Okay. So sounds
1: like you forgot
0: that we were recording a podcast today. No, because
1: I know you've been working on it.
0: Only Did it just Only this morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you literally last night at like six were like I know, I know. I'm and, gonna go research. I know,
0: and then I got overwhelmed and, and just went to bed instead. Um that's and, a legit option. And then slept way too much and am now groggy. Anyway, uh Koshai, who's also known as the immortal or the death list, is the death list, not the death list. <laughs> the is, death list. is sort of your your typical Russian Folklore antagonist. Hey, do you sources? Uh, Wikipedia. Okay. Mostly Wikipedia and archerusa.ca. I don't know what .ca okay. is. Okay. Um,
1: Canada, isn't
0: it? It could be or it could be. S- it has to be because it's written in English. I don't know. Okay. Um, And he sort of is your stand-in evil, like, stepfather character. Okay. Um, His his thing is kidnapping women or kind of horrible wizard.
1: Your standard stepfather. You're st- yeah, you're, <laughs> as,
0: as as happens when you have a stepfather. Um, he's a very powerful powerful sort of warlock, uh, and he's generally protected by some sort of spell or what I can only describe as a horcrux. Cool. In the form of he takes his soul out of his body. This is a little bit less horcruxy. That's no, actually very horcruxy. He sticks it into a needle. He takes the needle and then sticks it into a duck egg and then makes the duck carry the egg around, and whenever someone approaches the duck, they fly away. Which is like, I think Voldemort should have just done that, because he never would have died ever. Because who's going to look for a duck with a needle in it?
1: I'm, I'm trying to understand the imagery here. The duck...
0: So there's a needle.
1: In a duck egg.
0: In a duck egg. The, the duck... I don't think the duck is pregnant. I think the duck just carries the egg around. <laughs>
1: well, that's what I'm trying to figure like, out? And its... Ducks always carry eggs around.
0: Yeah, uh, Is it
1: like... And they're not pregnant. That's not how being a duck works. I don't know how
0: eggs, <laughs> I don't know how avian body so, parts work. So he, put, he puts the soul in a needle. So does
1: the duck, like, carry it in its wings?
0: I wish I could tell you, but it's sort of unclear. Okay. Um, but there is sort of, there is. A, I'm
1: assuming this is going to be not the most confusing part of the logic of the story.
0: No, I mean, just if you're, if you're, if you're listening, uh, if if that whole explanation hasn't driven you <laughs> off of this episode, um, it's a horcrux. Okay. It's essentially he can't be killed unless you destroy the Horcrux. Okay. Are you gonna look it up?
1: Death the Deathless. What's <laughs> it say? Death,
0: uh, Koshai, c o or K O S C H E I. Okay. It's actually pronounced.
1: Kosh. I'm just gonna see if anyone drew a picture <sighs> of this oh.
0: duck. Oh, the duck. No, but there's a picture of him.
1: Oh, I don't care about him. Okay. Uh, I'm sure I will. I'll learn to care about so him. So
0: he's ba- Well, you won't, cause he's the bad guy.
1: Oh, I'll learn to hate him.
0: Yes, he's based loosely, maybe on. Kunchek Khan from the 12th century, who was cool. a Turkish nomadic tribal leader who unified the East and West Pavlat tribes in a war against the Russian princes. In sort of in his exploits as a war leader. Okay. Um, the the Kanchik character. Yeah. He kidnaps Igor. Man, I could pronounce these an hour ago. Okay. Okay, now
1: that sounds good.
0: Takes him prisoner, and this sort of this whole exchange, I called it an exchange, but he kidnapped, this whole kidnapping spawns one of uh, Russia's most famous epics called The Tales of Igor's Campaign, which then created the Prince Igor Opera, which I'd never heard of. Apparently, it's a very well-written and well-produced opera. It's not very well-known in the West because it was never formally completed by the original composer, Okay, and then, like, after several generations, basically... They are now performing it in Russia, never translated it to English.
1: Um, you're right. There are no pictures of how this Doc carries his. I think it's
0: just, yet yeah, it's suspension of disbelief. It's like when you watch a Disney movie and nothing makes sense. I'm,
1: I'm trying. <laughs> uh,
0: they believe that the name Koshai, uh, there are several Slavic yeah. words that sort of relate to war. Um, Koshai is, a, I think, Belarusian word for slave. Um, it also means camp, okay. captive, military. There's just a lot of yeah. sort of roots in that. He has an insatiable love for gold, which I don't think was in the story that I read, but he was the head, sort of like the head of treasury in Turkey. I oh, okay. call it the head of treasury, but they were Turkish tribes in the 1200s. So like, that's the closest analogy I yeah, can build. Yeah. Um, and his deathless tag, because he is based loosely on a real person.
1: Deathless.
0: Deathless, not deathless, <laughs> uh, was because he was running around in Russia in the 1100s and was Recorded in written history up until 1203, which okay. would have made him well over hundred years old, which at the time would have been like six generations of people. That's a lot of.
1: It's the theory that he that it that was, he was a, a title p- and people, or it was just no, it was
0: the same. It was the same, same guy. guy. Yeah, um, it was just. I think you know when you're in a position yeah. of power, you are more likely yeah. to survive.
1: Well, like, the voodoo queen. Yes, yeah. She, but that was her daughter. Her daughter, yeah. But I, I guess it could have been his That's son. That's what I'm saying, yeah. is it, like, a, it could it be, could like, something like
0: that? I didn't see any of the, any yeah. theories on that. The needle in the egg is sort of maybe loosely tied to Turkish life amulets, which are egg-shaped and tend to hold arrowheads. Oh, cool. Um. And he has very strong magical capability, including, like, mass petrification and mass songs of major sleep, like... Uh, which Disney, is it Sleeping Beauty where the evil queen puts the whole town under the spell of sleeping yeah. until she is yeah. kissed by the prince? Um, and he can also turn people into snakes. There's well, there's one st- famous story where he kidnaps a woman who refuses to marry him because that's the Russian way. Yeah. And then turns her into a snake because even though he's kidnapped her and obviously that's how you woo a woman, she still says no for some reason.
1: We should totally try and get through one episode where we don't malign on snakes.
0: I don't know how we'll do it, because every culture hates snakes. <laughs> every culture hates snakes. I'm going to for... try
1: and find a snake-positive episode. <laughs> <laughs> snake-shaming me. Great snake.
0: So yeah. now we will now talk about sort of one of the most famous... Oh, he's also um, loosely related to Baba Yaga. They tend to... Am
1: I supposed to know who Bobby Yaga Baba Yaga is? Baba Yaga
0: is like the the old she-witch from Russian stories. Okay. Um. So now we're going to talk a bit about uh, one of... One of his famous stories, which I will then read to you, because
1: Ooh,
0: cool. um, that's what I wanted to do this episode.
1: Nice, I like it when I get story time.
0: Um, so even Sa- Ivan Sarovic. <laughs> while wow, the Russian, even the deathless the Russian is really paying off. Yeah, okay. Um, is the Russian protagonist? Okay. We have the we have Koshy the antagonist. We yeah. now have the stand-in Russian. He's is not a real person. Not based on a real person. Ivan is the most Common Russian name and mm-hmm. Sarovik is a title given to the son of SARS. Okay. But he is known for wielding the what is known in English as the hidden sword on the magic sword. So imagine a King Arthur tie-in there. Okay. It's he has a yeah. magic sword. That is where he gets all of his legendary power. Yeah. He always marries like the babe. He's he's that <laughs> kind of guy too. Um <laughs> I will say that the babe in Russian stories as opposed to generally in what I've seen in European stories and the research of this okay. is that they tend to be
1: less babe-like. Well
0: they tend to be very baby, but they tend to be less damsel and distressy, usually. They tend to be more war like war queen. Like like yeah. old European, like Boudica sort of stuff. Good for them. Yeah, which is really cool. To be fair, in the story that I'm about to read, his wife still does get kidnapped at one point by the evil villain, and he has okay. to go safer. But it's related to something right, different. okay. He's kind, and he's cooperative to animals. Aww. Which is what you want. To, you want that in your hero. Yeah, you, you do. You don't want your hero kicking puppies. That's no good. <laughs>
1: okay. That you're going to find... I'm going to find a positive... I'm going to find a positive tale about snakes. And I'm going to find... And you're going to find a hero who kicks
0: puppies. Who's, who's misaligned.
1: <laughs> a hero who kicks puppies. And he
0: is the sworn enemy of the Baba Yaga in Kosha. They have very much many... Um, Spats okay. against each other. Um, and he is, like I said, the Russian folk hero. Okay. So now I will read the story of the death of Koshai the Deathless, which involves some strong baby and some these are women, so they are weak and must marry men tropes.
1: <laughs> so Well <laughs> look, okay.
0: <laughs> it was written in the twelve hundreds, maybe.
1: Alright, well, fair enough.
0: Once upon a time, there was a certain... Oh, this is the story of Maria Once upon I'm a- sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll we're try that s- again.
0: Maria Marivna.
1: Okay. I'm like, we're going gonna to point out how poor my pronunciation is and I'm going to let you get away with that.
0: Maria Marivna. Okay. Once upon a time, there was... A, and just feel free to interject at all if you have any thoughts because, like, this could just end up being, like, a massive wall of nonsense. So, so please, what you're
1: looking for is some dry sarcasm? Yes,
0: please. I okay. love I love it. I love it. And if you want to interject, and we can change the story however we want to at this point. So... <laughs> this, because it, this is our is, podcast. We have the power to do this.
1: Is this choose-your-own-adventure? <laughs>
0: That'd be awesome. We should definitely write a choose-your-own-adventure book.
1: Choose your own adventure legendary. That'd be house, really right? cool.
0: With okay. like with just transcripts from our episodes. <laughs> that just don't make any <laughs> sense. This so this is a, a translation from RTRUSA.ca.
1: We should do that thing. Make your own legend. You know when you're like a kid or whatever and you like or have you done that writing exercise in school where you write a line on a piece of paper and then you fold it over and then someone else writes the next line?
0: Uh, I I know sort of what you're talking about. So it
1: like builds a story, but you never know more than
0: the sentence that the you've line Or the
1: yeah. line right before what yeah. you've written. We should do like a legendary tales. That's how I sh- I never did my prophecies.
0: What would be interesting. Oh, no, you haven't done prophecies. What? I
1: am going to start doing. You I- have to remind me to start yeah. prophesizing.
0: Um, what would be interesting to do would be to take all of the notes that you've printed out uh, throughout or that we've written and then number each page. And then if we ever did a live stream, have an audience member tell us a number and then just go to that and just have to build a, our well, own, an legend entire own legend from like from like five or 10 pages of our notes. I
1: am genuinely one of my plans is to get one of some of Adam's handwriting digitized and put it on a T-shirt. You're the
0: one that has the coffee stain where like, I literally couldn't even read the notes because the coffee had wiped yeah. all the ink away. <laughs> All right, so we're going to read the story of... Sorry. Sorry. You said said it No, that's great. This is perfect. Uh, You haven't even got the
1: sentence (laughs) Maria, (laughs) Maria Maria,
0: Maria, Morivnya. Okay. Once upon a time, there was a certain prince named Ivan who had three sisters, Maria, Olga, and Anya. The time came when their father and mother, the Tsar and Sarita, both died, and just before gave Ivan their wishes concerning their three daughters. Ivan, they said, if any man comes to you and asks for the hand of one of your sisters in marriage, give her to him. Do not keep any of them with you at home. So already we have an issue. He's the youngest child uh-huh, of the uh-huh. four. And his parents are basically like, you're the man. You're in charge. <laughs> yes. Please sew your sisters yes. <laughs> away. And the way that they get taken away is quite flamboyant. Okay. After the prince had buried I'm his- sorry.
1: Can we just go back to the names of their daughters? Oh,
0: Maria Olga Nanya? Anya.
1: Maria and Anya sound like Disney characters. And Olga oh, yeah. just sounds isn't like... The,
0: isn't it the name of the, the snowman Yeah, from, from, it sounds from, like from Frozen. frozen.
1: <laughs> and Anya. Isn't Anna the... It's Anna. Anna. Yeah, and Elsa. Elsa. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, just...
0: After the prince had buried his parents, he sadly went for a walk with his sisters in their green garden. Suddenly a black cloud overcast the sky and there was a terrible clap of thunder. We better go home, sisters, Prince Ivan said. They had hardly entered the palace when they heard another clap of thunder. The ceiling split in two, and a white falcon flew down into their chamber. The falcon beat himself against the floor (laughs) and changed into a handsome young man. Greetings, Prince Ivan, said the newcomer. In former days, I came as your guest, but now I have come to ask for the hand of your sister, Princess Maria. So I love this imagery, because I'm sure that in... This is what you imagine. You imagine a powerful wizard essentially splitting the ceiling open and then coming down as a falcon yeah. and beating against the floor, I'm assuming is like stopping himself, oh. flying, not like <laughs> smacking himself into <laughs> the ground, which is what, which is how I'm going to read this because that's in my mind. That's
1: just, what I had. I'm imagining no, this right.
0: beautiful white falcon <laughs> bursting through the ceiling and just yeah, slamming <laughs> into the ground and Ivan's like, yeah, go ahead, have my sister Maria, please.
1: Uh, No, you're right. Now you say it, what they mean is like sitting and beating their wings against the floor. This is much funnier.
0: (laughs) Maybe we'll put this on a shirt. Who knows? If you love my sister, Prince Ivan answered, I have no objection. May God bless her. Okay. Princess Maria was agreeable to the marriage. Okay. So the falcon and she celebrated the wedding and he carried her off to his kingdom.
1: Okay, that doesn't sound too... No, it's bad. not to like
0: carry her away.
1: No, because he said he'd been there a lot before.
0: Yeah, he was a guest, and,
1: and his brother said, "If you love her." At then... least they
0: knew each other. Yeah, it's not like it's not, right. it's not like the kings from the Indian, the Mar, the the Moravinia or <laughs> yeah. whatever, where they were just like, like,
1: oh, you're fertile uh, and a virgin. You will be mine. <laughs> Great.
0: Hour okay. followed hour, day after day, until yeah. a whole year had passed. At okay. this point, they've replaced the ceiling. This is an important <laughs> plot point. Then one day, Prince Ivan went with his two sisters for a walk in their green garden. Again, a black cloud overcast the sky, and with it came a whirlwind and lightning. Okay. We had better go home, sisters, said Prince Ivan. They had hardly entered the palace, and there was another thunderclap. The ceiling split in two, and an eagle flew down. He struck himself against the floor (laughs) and (laughs) changed into a handsome young man. Greetings, Prince Ivan, he said. Okay. In past days, I came as a guest. Yep. But now I have come as a suitor. I wish to marry Princess Olga. That's nice. I'm glad they married this the one with the ugly name off
1: second. <laughs> okay. But again, okay. Not a stranger. With the exception of the wanton destruction <laughs>
0: of his castle. <laughs> of his castle. <laughs> Prince okay. Ivan told him, if you love my sister Olga, and if it is her will, she may go with you. Okay. I shall have no objection. Princess Olga agreed and took the eagle for her husband. They were married, and the eagle caught her up and carried her to his kingdom. Okay. So far, not bad.
1: I'm, I'm pretty standard. So far, this is not
0: objectionable, is it?
1: Super objectionable,
0: <laughs> super objectionable, a little bit objectionable, a little bit problematic. Uh, it could be another year had passed when one you day you to didn't have
1: to talk to her. i go... I mean, she didn't have an objection, is not quite the same yeah. as
0: her consenting her to, the... yeah. was excited about yes, it, exactly.
1: But, but yeah, you know, yeah, we can look All past right.
0: it for now. Another year had passed, so this is three years later, yeah, okay. When one day, Prince Ivan said to his youngest sister, let's go for a walk in the Green Garden. She
1: must have been like, no. To be
0: Yes, I was about to say, if she didn't want to get married, she has seen her sisters carried off by two giant wizard birds in the last two years. <laughs> yeah. she, she, I would have been like, nah, Ivan. I'm can, done walking. You can go for a walk by yourself. <laughs> Especially in the Green Garden, this is a problem. Yeah. They had been walking for only a little while when there was a clap of thunder with lightning. We had better go home, sister, said the prince. He also must know what's happening yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point. They were turned home, but before they could even sit I, down... I can rewrite it. Yeah.
1: Let's say that he took her for a walk in the Green Garden to have some brotherly advice and say how much he loved her and he was ready and that he was excited for the next stage of her new life. Yeah. Double checked she was all right with it. Yeah.
0: That's all fine. Yeah, that's they,
1: what the walk was about.
0: Yeah, obviously. It's yeah. all it's all contextual, guys. Yeah. <laughs> she was obviously in I'm this. making
1: this less problematic.
0: Thank you. Um. Oh, no. Okay. I've lost it a bit. Okay. So, I'm
1: assuming a ceiling split's yeah. open and a bird flies Clap in. of
0: thunder with lightning. We'd better go home, sister, said the prince. I should read that in a more deadpan voice because he must also be bored. Like, the first time you see a bird <laughs> throw itself through your ceiling, pretty exciting. Yeah. The third time you're like, you could like come through the come through the ground, kick my doors in. It's very expensive. Do the to, Disney thing.
1: Come through a window.
0: It's, they should just come go through to, her
1: window every should, time. They
0: should just go through the garden shed. So yeah. It's a bit cheaper. Than Why the, don't
1: they land in the garden?
0: It's not as dramatic, is it?
1: I'm okay with that. I mean, you think it would be cheaper for them. Let's see what bird takes this one. That's a raven. So before
0: they could even sit down, there was a thunderclap. The ceiling parted and a raven flew down. He beat himself against the floor and changed into a handsome (laughs) young man. The the falcon and the eagle had been good looking enough, but this raven was even more strikingly handsome. Oh. Well, Prince Ivan. It sounds like Ivan might be more interested (laughs) in these wizards than his sisters are. Yeah. Well, Prince Ivan, he said, in past days I came as a guest, but now I have come as a suitor. Give me Princess Anya for my wife. That's a bit more direct. Yeah. Um, but, again, it seems largely consensual.
1: Yeah. I
0: shall not compel my sister against her will. Right. If you have fallen in love with her and she with you, she may go with you, replied Ivan. Yeah. Princess Anya agreed to be the raven's wife, and he carried her off to his home. I will note that they explicitly state the raven's wife, not the wizard. I don't know if all of these sisters just have a thing for birds.
1: It's weird. Yeah, Okay.
0: Now Prince Ivan lived alone, and he spent a whole year without seeing his sisters.
1: Oh, poor Prince Ivan. So he
0: decides, I will go see how they are getting on, he said to himself one day. He made ready for the journey and set out. Did he go as
1: a human or as a bird? I don't think
0: he can turn into a bird, No, unfortunately. After traveling some distance, he came to a field where a host of soldiers were lying dead, and he called. If there is any man left alive, speak up and tell me. Who killed all this mighty force? Just one man was left alive, and he answered. All this mighty force was killed by Maria Morivnia, the beautiful queen. As the prince journeyed farther, he came up to white tents pitched in a field, and from one of them, the beautiful queen Maria Morivnia came to meet him. Greetings, prince, she said. Where are you going, to freedom or slavery? Fine young men do not ride to slavery, Prince Ivan replied. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I
1: don't get that "That's a, a, bit of a strange, concept. Yeah, okay.
0: It's a, a bit of a strange questioning. Well, since there is no hurry. Equal
1: or death. Sorry, that's an Eddie
0: <laughs> Well, since there was no hurry, be our guest and enter our tents, she invited him. The prince was glad of the invitation, and he spent two nights in the queen's camp. Ooh. He fell in love with her and she with him, and they were married. Aww. The beautiful queen, Maria Moribnia. Oh, took... Is this
1: the one that killed a whole lot of people? Oh, yeah. she's
0: a She's a total badass. Okay. Took the prince with her to her own country, and they lived happily for some time. But then the queen decided to make war on another country. Okay. So she handed over the government, all of her lands to Prince Ivan, and told him, ride everywhere and keep an eye on everything. But one thing you must not do, you must not even look into this box room, which I'm assuming is a word for a dungeon. Mm -hmm. And she showed him the door of the box room. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the prince could not restrain his curiosity, and as soon as the queen had ridden away, (laughs) he ran to the box room, opened the door, looked in, and he saw... His sisters? Keshi the Deathless.
1: Oh.
0: Fettered with 12 chains.
1: That's where this, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, see what you did there.
0: When Keshi saw the prince, I'm saying Keshi? I don't think that, I think it's Keshi. It's a Keshi.
1: Okay.
0: When Keshi saw the prince, he pleaded, have pity on me, give me some water to drink. For 10 years I have been suffering torments here, been given neither food nor drink, and my throat is quite dry. That wasn't
1: a red flag that he'd managed to go 10 years without food or drink. So the prince
0: brought him a full bucket of water. Okay. I like these stories. I like the sort of, uh, when we get into the, like the, the, like the quote unquote, like classical European Mm -hmm. stuff and this sort of story where like, it's not based on some BS prophecy that means nothing. And it's more like the queen was very clearly like, don't look in here. She didn't say like, once I leave, like, uh, a A great temptation will before you will drown in the bucket and you, and, and you're like. And lightning will strike three times in one spot. And you're like, well, uh, well, that means nothing. She was like, very clearly, don't Don't do Don't go in the
1: door. Here's my government, my country.
0: Just keep it in charge. Keep it running.
1: Don't go in there.
0: Presumably, things were running pretty smoothly for her to just hand over power to someone who had no power before this.
1: Although he was a king of his own country. Yeah,
0: but it doesn't ever say, like, how well that was going. Okay. But I guess that would be also a power move for them to get married. Yeah, I can't imagine that
1: he just gave up his country. I imagine that it's... That's true. Anyway.
0: Anyway. So he gives him the bucket of water, and he drinks it all in one gulp. Says, give me some more. So the prince brings him 12 buckets of water, and after he drinks all of the buckets, he regains his former strength and escapes. Okay. He says, thank you, Prince Ivan. Now, you will never see Maria Morivnia again... Any more than you can see your own ears. He flew out of the window in a fearful gust of wind, overtook the beautiful queen on the road, caught her up, and carried her off.
1: Was that the end of the story? No. Oh, okay. I'm like...
0: (laughs) The prince, left alone in his pounce, wept bitterly over the loss of his beautiful wife, but then decided to go and search for her and made ready for a long journey. No matter what happens, I will search until I find her.
1: Oh. So,
0: he does all of this. He does this for a very, very, very long time. Has to sort of um, go through some trials. Eventually, he meets up with, with Keshki. Okay. They, they do battle, um, and he loses. Okay. And he is killed. Oh. Keshki okay. kills him, chops his body up, dumps his body into a bucket, and throws his bucket into the ocean. Okay. And it's all very, very sad.
1: That is sad.
0: Um, But there is there is a bit of a happy... Silver lining? Yeah, it's not really it's not a silver lining because the story's not over yet.
1: Okay.
0: Um, his sisters hear of his death, and they tell their husbands, who are obviously very powerful magicians, mm-hmm. please could you help our brother? So they turn into birds okay, because that's their favorite pastime, yeah. and they fly out, and they gather his body up, and they bring him back to life.
1: Oh, that is nice. Um,
0: and Ivan uh, goes to the Baba Yaga, which is a bit unusual for him because Baba Yaga, historically okay. not a great russian bit of folklore she's, okay. a, she's like an evil witch okay um but he has been told that keshki has a ma- has a magical horse a very fast magnificent horse
1: so when i looked up the death duck
0: yeah did you find the horse
1: there was lots of pictures out of him on a very nice looking horse yes uh, okay. occasionally
0: sometimes the horse has five legs
1: i didn't notice that particularly sometimes the I horse
0: has seven legs
1: didn't actually count the legs
0: it's not really important
1: i just looked at pretty horse
0: yeah Dora does that. Dora looks at pretty horse.
1: I do. I will say in real life, I would usually count the number of legs.
0: <laughs> that horse has six <laughs> legs. I don't want that horse. I want four-legged yes, horse. Normally,
1: I count legs. Yes,
0: that's important. Um, and the Baba Yaga says that he has to do some some trials for Okay, her. He completes the trials, and she gives him an equally magnificent horse. Okay. He then rides on his horse, does battle with Keshki, kills him, and burns his body. And then he it gets doesn't sound
1: like a great loss.
0: He gets his uh, no, he gets his his queen back. Oh. Um. And they go back to their kingdom, and I think presumably live happily ever after.
1: Oh, which is kind of which a is, nice fairy tale.
0: Which is good. Um. Yeah, it's kind of a nice.
1: No one nice ends up dead, and no, no. one dead. No one bad ends up no so alive.
0: He, here's the the final okay. stanza of this. Maria Morivnia seated herself on Kesh. They didn't kill the horse either. Oh. On Keshki's horse, then Prince mounted his, and they rode away to first visit the raven. So I'm presumably going to go thank his saviors. Oh, for saving him. Then the eagle, and then the falcon. At each of the palaces, they were welcomed joyfully. Ah, Prince Ivan, his sisters and his brother-in-law said, We had given up all hope of ever seeing you again, but now we can see why you expose yourself to such great danger. You could search all over the world for another queen as beautiful as Maria Morimia, and you would never find one. At each of the three palaces, they feasted and banqueted, and then they rode off to their own kingdom. When they arrived home, they once again lived in happiness.
1: Aww. So this is
0: a story about a man with mm-hmm. a, who, who went through some, some trials in his life. Yeah. Had to... I like it. Had to bury his parents, which yeah. children do, um, and then had to say goodbye to his sisters one at a time
1: but he sold them off to people who loved them
0: sold them <laughs> off hopefully <laughs> consensually married them off
1: <laughs> to men hopefully consensually they married thems- people that-
0: themselves off to, to men who equally loved them um, yes. and 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 I don't want to use the words reap the benefits cuz that sort of sounds a bit But selfish. then he ended up killing an evil wizard and married a beautiful queen who was a total badass and, and
1: they lived, happily ever, lived after. happily ever after we'll just skip over the fact that the the queen seems to have decimated a country. A few the of them. A I think co- she may
0: have been a war criminal. <laughs> but totally badass and pretty. Yes, more female war criminals.
1: Pretty war criminals.
0: More representation. Yes,
1: he <laughs> yeah. was an equal opportunity war criminal. Yes.
0: Um, All right. Well, that was cool. I liked. I liked it. Um, that was a good episode. Yeah, I, I was think. expecting it to be a bit more miserable because
1: most Ion-4, of the time when, Ford, we do this. when we
0: talked about Chernobyl, Dyatlov Pass, Rasputin... Uh not usually great I out, like it. But it was a positive good one. Positive Russian. Yeah, that was a good positive Russian story, and that's a bit of a subversion of expectations for you this week. Definitely. Um but next week I'm doing Thanksgiving, which is just a miserable affair.
1: And you know, I haven't it, because, decided what I'm doing because next year. It includes next a week.
0: genocide. Uh <laughs> so we will talk about Thanksgiving and its horrible, uh-huh. and its horrible yeah. historical implications next week. For I will at least.
1: I haven't decided what I'm doing next Maybe week. Maybe
0: we'll just do a one-off. Maybe I'll, just maybe. Do a, maybe I'll just do a long, yeah, long episode. episode. Um,
1: Wait, I don't have to research? You
0: might not have to. Unless you wow. find something really cool that you want to do next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Go rate and review us on Inst- on iTunes. If you do, there is a mug with your name on it. Not literally, figuratively. <laughs> but it does say you are legendary. And you will get that mug if you rate and review us and uh, send us a DM on Instagram or an email. Letting us follow know, us on Instagram. Letting us know your contact details. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.